Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. And I am Dave. I'm Chris. How you feeling, Chris? I'm good. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Don't you wish we could just record every day? I wish this could be our job. I wish that we could wake up in the morning, actually have some like concerted, directed effort, some show notes, a little bit of stuff, get some coffee in the morning, have like a little office studio recording space that's not in your kitchen. We're in my kitchen. This is my dad's kitchen. My parents' kitchen. We didn't even say where we were. Yeah. We're in New York City. Child at home, 21st floor. Yeah, man. Imagine, man. (laughs) Imagine, man. man, If we could be doing this, like, for money, man. (laughs) Yo. Did you ever see the the Woodstock movie? No. Well, there's my, one of my, I, I lived the Woodstock movie because I've watched it so many times yeah. in college I'd watch it like twice a day or something it was like and uh, Arlo Guthrie have you ever heard of him he's a country singer well he's a folk singer he's son of yeah. Woody Guthrie yeah and he gets on stage and he looks out over you know the sea of people there's yeah. you know half a million people 300,000 people and he goes wow man far out man this is a trip man he <laughs> says New York State Thruway's closed, man. <laughs> you sound like Cheech. So whenever um, whenever me and my family drive upstate, which we're about to do for our big trip upstate, as soon as we get on the New York State Thruway, I go, New York State Thruway's closed, man. <laughs> and I just, I don't stop saying that. And, and Linda's like, can you please off. just stop saying that? And I say, <laughs> but the New York State through is closed, man. I just love that shit. Oh, uh, we gotta find that. I'll, I'll, yeah. Okay. All right. Should I start my little story while you're looking for it? Well, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, where are you from? What do you do? What's up with you? Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell my little story. No, because I just want to play this really fast. Oh, well, my name's Chris, and I'm from Boston. I'm an alcoholic. What else? Of the hopeless variety. What else? I don't know if you can, I don't know, uh, like how many of you can dig how many people there are, man. Like I was rapping to the fuzz. <laughs> right? Can you dig it? Man, there's supposed to be a million and a half people here by tonight. Can you dig that? New York State Thruway is closed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do it better than him. New York State <laughs> through his clothes, man. You're better. You're like Cheech, though. You sound like Cheech. No, I don't. You sound exactly. I like can't Cheech do Cheech. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I miss doing the methadone voice. Do it. I can't. Just Come did on, it once. Brenda, I gotta pee. Brenda, I gotta pee. Brenda, can I pee tomorrow? Can you do it? Try it. Brenda, can I pee tomorrow? Brenda. <laughs> yeah. I don't want them to test me, Brenda. Can I? How many take homes you get to me, Brenda? <laughs> New York State through his clo- New York State through his clothes, Brenda. <laughs> uh, okay, so Dopey Nation, um, I had to fire up my WhatsApp today. Well, the, oh, hold on, let me set this up because it's funny. Yeah. Chris has been rapping to the rapping. Rapping is talking. Yes, she's yeah. been rapping to one of the Dopey Nation members, Christina. Yeah, and uh, and he had set up a Skype date. A, th- it's not a Skype date. It's a three-way Skype date. With you, somehow, me, and Christina. Yeah, somehow he, he brought me into this thing, and I like Christina, so yeah. what the hell? But he was. But I figured we should get some work done before we do it. And I, we just took a break, and I smoked a cigarette. And Chris is like, "Can we can we call Christina now so that I can do this bit for the show?" Yes. But we're just going to do it straight up. Now. Yeah, because you can do the bit without calling her. Yeah. 
So anyways, I uh, had to download WhatsApp to communicate with Christina, who is south of the equator, and had a voice memo uh, on two, Last episodes, one. two episodes ago. Two episodes. You know, two my episodes. friend Justin texted me, and uh, he was like, he was like freaked out by that voice memo. He liked it? Yeah. Oh, awesome. He was like freaked out. Yeah. You know, like great. about the ticks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Christina left the voice memo about tweaking and... Um, which she refers to as twacked, uh, and trying to like dig out in, invisible ticks and actually going to the hospital and like, like t- saying she has ticks all over her body and stuff. Anyways, so I go look uh, at WhatsApp to communicate with Christina, and I find this old thread from about almost two years ago mm-hmm. in my WhatsApp thing, and it's from Francesca, and Francesca was. Um, an Italian girl that was an aide in the house next to where I used to live in the Berkshires. And, um, so she was a recovering addict? No. She was an aide for like a mental illness house who was on like a work visa thing. You know what I mean? She lived in this house with people who had like severely autistic and stuff, right? And so anyways... A real SMI. Real SMI. And so I'm in the kitchen one night. I don't think I've ever told you this story. I'm in the kitchen one night... And um, I get a actually I didn't get a knock. The dog, we, my friend's dog, starts barking crazy, and I go and I'm like, why the fuck is he barking so much? And I look outside, and outside our side door, there's just like a girl standing, a very pretty girl. She's just standing there, and, she, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I open the door, and she, this girl's like really nervous. She's really cute, and she hands me this Jesus card. Was it her? Was it, was, it Francesca? It was Francesca. She hands me this Jesus card. And I'd never met her. I knew who she was. Because I had heard about her. Somebody had seen her in that house before. Like, oh, like this cute Italian girl over there. So she comes in. She doesn't speak English very well at all, right? And we start talking. And um, anyways, I end up hanging out with her twice. So she takes me to some, like, church place that she likes. You're like, oh, I like Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so she, well, she speaks really bad English. So she takes me to some, like, church compound or something. And we walk around that. And then I'm like, you want to come over? And, like, hang out for a little bit. And she's like, okay. And, again, this is all broken English, and it's hard to communicate. This is the... I honestly started crying. I told someone this story yesterday. And so I have a room in this house. There's four bedrooms. There's a bunch of sober guys living together. And so she comes over. We're going to go hang out in my room. Now, my room is, like, maybe, like, 12 by 12 feet. If you're standing in it, you literally can't put your heads, your arms above your head. You'll hit the ceiling. It's a queen-size bed, a 47-inch television, and a dresser. That's it. You open the door, and it's a bed. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing. It's the smallest room ever. So she comes over. It's the second time I hang out with her. She's, like, kind of, like, you know, clearly into, like, Christianity and stuff. And so I bring her upstairs, and I open the door, and I bring her in my room, and it's just this bed. Do you know what I mean? It's just going to be us in the bed. And I see her face, and she's, like, nervous. She's, like, visibly nervous about this, right? And so I want to calm her down, but she doesn't speak very good English. So what I do is I tap my chest... And I say, safe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, safe, safe. And what'd she say? She, she, she like smiled and then we sat and watched like It's a Beautiful Life or some some Italian movie. It's a Beautiful Life? Yeah, because it's Italian, you know. It's like English subtitles. What is that? Uh, I never heard of that I think it was, it's when they're in the concentration camp. And the guy like makes it into a game. I don't know I think it was... A, we watched something in time. So anyways, though, I open WhatsApp and I see Francesca. It all comes class. So whatever happened with Francesca? It all comes... We communicated. Just I didn't do it. I didn't even try to hook up with her or anything. And so it all comes crashing So down. you watched the movie with her? You, you said she went home and I never saw her. Did yet. you say anything else to her? She, we, um, no. Well, I mean, I, t- I, t- I was like broken English. I barely communicated with what her. What would you say? 
we would try to communicate and it was hard. Let me read the, the thread to you. You'll okay. get the gist. Okay. So anyways, I see Francesca in my WhatsApp because she has like an Italian number and whatever. She communicates through WhatsApp. So I'm looking through it and here's just like a sample thread. Okay. She says, Francesca texts me and says, how is it going? I said, I'm good. What's up? She says, I am fine. Thanks. What do you doing? Novelty? (laughs) (laughs) I say, I'm just sitting here. What do you think that means? Novelty is like, I think, I guess she probably Googled like novelty is like new, like, like new stuff. Maybe. I don't know. She's clearly using like a dictionary or something to try to communicate. Well, what is a novelty? Novelty is something new and fresh. But like, isn't there like some like weird sex toys that are novelty? Yeah, I mean, there's like, and something's novelty could be like, I mean, I, I'm going to probably get this wrong, but it's like, it's like a joke or like, you know what I mean? Like a, um, like a novelty is like a little nothing, you know? Anyway, keep going. All right. So it is, I say, uh, she says, I am fine. Thanks. What do you doing? Novelty? I say, I'm just sitting here. You said, yes. (laughs) I am doing novelty right now. I'm just sitting here, hanging out with the guys, going to New York City tomorrow for a day. What are you up to? When are you working? She says, I will work in the afternoon until evening. I am happy for your trip. You go often in New York. And I say, well, if you'd like to hang out, tell me when you're not working and have free time. She says... Well, where was she? She was next door. She says... You should have said, I do go often. <laughs> she says, yes, of course, I want. <laughs> she says... You're such a dick. What? Look at you. You're reading somebody's broken English text and, and thinking... Because she can't speak English well, this is funny. All right, I'm just going to read one more. <laughs> she says... Maybe tomorrow, if you will be tired, maybe we can see Thursday or Friday, if you can. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Yeah, just text me. <laughs> oh, God, I'm horrible, dude. Dude, there's so what of, happened? There's just gold in this thread. Keep <laughs> this going. Thread is just keep fucking... going. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, did you see her? <laughs> the last, this is the last did thing. Did you see her? Uh, yeah, okay, this is the last, do you want to see the last thing I said? Okay. She said, um... She said, yes, and you, what will you do? <laughs> Whatever, I'm just fast-forwarding. I said, a couple days after, I said, not sure yet. What are you doing? This must have been when I was applying for um, doc programs. I say, still waiting to hear from schools. And so she responds to, what are you doing? She says, <laughs> she writes, the usual life. <laughs> you really have problems. <laughs> it's like, it, you, you were just have. what's so funny about her saying the usual life? She's trying to communicate you know with what you. Say? Like she's really like, I remember being like, if she was going to bed, she'd say, "I will be asleeping." <laughs> What's wrong with you? Do you think you're so perfect? You make no sense. You can't pronounce most words. You don't make any sense half the time, and you think a bit on dopey is to read some sweet Italian girl's broken English. Oh god, this is bad. This is. We're, I was talking about addiction with her, and this is what she wrote. However, you forget your past. Your life starts from the beginning. Now I think you are strong. You understand that you must do all that is good and not bad for you, both physically and mentally. I want to encourage you to do the best for you. You learn to love yourself, and you can also love others. She liked you. It was nice, yeah. What, you really, you fucked this one up too, didn't she you? She wanted to come to AA with me and bring her guitar and play music. <laughs> I was like, you don't really do that at AA. She liked you. She wants. I know. She wants, and you just make fun of her. Look at I that. And think about the dopey nation around the world listening to your xenophobic bit. 
<laughs> Here's another one. You are good, so when you will finish, I will write. Now I do not want to bother you. You are not alone now, so good continuation. You're such an asshole. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. <laughs> the look on your face. Your eyes just were... Your eyes just went total <laughs> fucking darkness. <laughs> so funny is I probably see like a therapist and I'm like, yeah, I met somebody. <laughs> We're really connected. <laughs> you said that? No, probably at the time. What did uh, you think? I didn't even try. I stopped seeing her. I didn't even. I probably you, could you, She was safe and she wanted and she's like fucking looking out and look at you. Two years later, you don't go to meetings. You're dating every person on the planet. You're teasing this sweet girl. Uh, What's wrong with you? I don't know, man. I'm a bad person. What? Explain it to me. I got too much enjoyment out of that. Why is that? What's so funny? It's so funny. I don't know. Dude, you know what's the only thing I even laugh? Oh, I can't even tell you. What? what? There's this guy who's schizophrenic in meetings, and he posts on Facebook, and like, I, it's just the funniest thing he says. Because it's like, if you really study it, you can understand what he's trying to say. But it's hard. To Did you have a good laugh about that, too? Oh, I save them. I take screenshots and read them over and over. Okay, read them. <laughs> I don't have them on here. Why not? I actually probably have my computer somewhere. What is deposit. it? What is that? Yeah, it's a guy from AA. He's, he's a paranoid schizophrenic. So you're saying the guy from AA, you would take notes on his shares? No, no, he would to no. laugh at them. Later. <laughs> no, 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 no. He posts on Facebook. <coughs> he posts on Facebook sometimes. So you would, you would, you would mock the mentally ill recovering alcoholic. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's okay. Long story short. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, this Francesca story bothers me. Why? Because, like, she was probably very beautiful. She was pretty. Was she very beautiful? She had a lot of blackheads. Where? On her nose. She needed a Biore strip. <laughs> What's a Biore strip? You know what that is? It gets rid of the blackheads. Um... I think this is hysterical stuff. I think the worst thing is that... Um, hold on for a second. The worst thing... The worst thing is that... Um, this is the funniest thing in the world to you. And you have an international audience, and you're just mocking someone who can't speak English. And that's just... It's just sad. Let's try to call Brandon Novak. Oh, yeah. So Brandon Novak, I guess, is some guy that's like kind of famous, and everybody says we should get on the show. I don't know anything about him. He's a skater on Jackass. Is that what it is? I don't know. But anyways, he tweeted his number. We have some sort of line to him that I haven't explored. The real truth <laughs> is that Jed from Church and Other Drugs yeah. tweeted at Brandon Novak. Yeah. And he wants to get Brandon Novak on Church and Other Drugs, and I want to beat him to the punch. Okay. You think that's But we up? have a line to him. You read the email today. My friend has... That email made no sense <laughs> yeah. at all. He basically was like, I know somebody who knows somebody who knows him. Should we call him? Just try it. So anyways, he tweeted his number. We're just going to call the number. No, he put it on Instagram. He put it on Instagram. But you do know anything about this guy? No. Open up. Just tell him Tell him if he answers that uh, everybody says he, he should come on our show and that uh, we don't know anything about him. Though. Hello? Brandon? Yes. What's up, man? This is Dave. How are you doing? How are you, Dave? Nice to meet you, man. What can I do for you, brother? Well, I make this podcast about addiction and recovery. And I was just kind of calling you as a, not a joke, but because I didn't think you'd answer the phone, but you answered the phone. How are you doing? Doing good. 
Tell Congratulations. Well, the podcast is called Dopey. It's about, like, the dark comedy of drug addiction and, like, uh, drugs, addiction, and dumb shit, where basically we tell old, funny stories of using. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, 180,000 downloads, and people seem to get a lot out of it. And a lot of people have been writing that they think you would be perfect on our show. Okay. So I called you while we were making the show. You're, we're on it now. And you answered the phone. <laughs> I'm Dave. My friend Chris is here with me. And it's awesome that you answered the phone. You, could you, you, would you tell us a story, or is it a bad time? I didn't think you'd pick um, up. It's actually a bad time right now. I'm getting ready to walk out the door to a meeting, but I would be happy to reconvene with you for your next show or something like that. Cool, man. That's awesome. Right on. So, uh, I mean, do you do it every Wednesday? Is that how this deal goes? No, we do it, we do it like every three weeks. But uh, we're going to be recording late tonight. Could we do it after the meeting, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Are you? You're in New York, right? Yeah. Um, I could do it like I'm on your time zone, so I could do it like um, like eleven. Sure, sounds good. Right on. Hey, Brandon. My name's Chris, by the way. Chris, nice to fucking meet you. Nice pal. to fucking meet you. Have a good fucking meeting, Brandon. It's <laughs> awesome you picked That's up. That's fucking Lily. Dave, Chris, <laughs> cheers, fellas. We'll talk to you later. Wait. Well, there you go. Larry. <laughs> I fucking can't believe the answer. So, Dopey Nation, coming soon in a future episode. In two weeks. Brandon Novak. Now we got to read his Wikipedia and learn something about him. Yeah. So, I heard you he like to skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Um... Far out, right? That's, that's fine. I can't believe he answered. He sounds like a really cool dude. He sounds like a perfect dopey guest. Well, that's what that's what people have written us. Yeah. Um, why don't you read uh, the Reddit I, oh, story? Oh, I'm going to read the Reddit story, yeah. Um, so, yeah, by the way, Dopey Nation, we got a Reddit page. And um, on Reddit, um, you can uh, see some shit and you can comment. And um, I'm delaying because I'm trying to find the app. Do you guys ever delete apps and add apps and then you just can't? I just like... Scroll through my phone and I can't find the same, the right thing. Okay, here it is, here it is, here it is. So yeah, Dopey Podcast is a subreddit where uh, you can um, start communicating. It started a couple people on there. Anyways, this person posted a story and, um, oh shit, they, uh, uh, Cormac did a theme song contest entries on SoundCloud for us. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um... And then, oh, and then we have somebody that posted questions for us. Where's the guy who posted this story? Didn't he post a story in here somewhere? I don't know. You know about it. Oh, story time. Okay. All right. So this is uh, on the subreddit, uh, Dopey Podcast. Story time. This should be a good place. This is by Kitty Guns Go Meow. Kitty Guns Go Meow. Kitty Guns Go Meow. Um, This happened a while back, 2008 to be precise. And here's a little backstory to get you set up. I used to be an active drug user in my late teens, 28 years old and sober now, and I did a lot of drugs with my parents. My folks would come home with a new substance to abuse on an every other day basis, and I always happily partook. When my grandmother passed away in 2008, she left my mom and dad some money. The story starts a week after we received that money. We were two days into a crack-slash-cocaine binge, my parents and I. After taking a particularly large hit from our glass crack pipe, I exhaled and burnt my fingers on the, tu- on the tube of it and dropped the pipe, shattering it. We couldn't smoke any more crack until we got a new glass tube to make into a crack pipe. 
They sold little tubes at a small market a few blocks from my house, and because I had broken the pipe, I was nominated to make the trip to pick it up. The thing about crack is that after hours of doing it, you become slightly paranoid, and by slightly, I mean you tend to think that everyone around you is plotting something. As I left the house, I had this delusion that my parents would hide the crack for me before I got home and that they would tell me they lost it or something along those lines. So I began sprinting. I was intoxicated and didn't want to drive to the store, hoping I'd make it back to the house before they finished hiding all the drugs for me. By the time I reached the corner store, I was drenched in sweat and panting heavily. I picked out the glass tube, handed it to the cashier, handed the cashier the money, and began sprinting home. My chest was on fire when I finally made it home. My heart was beating through my skin, and my mouth was the driest it had ever been. I raced upstairs to my parents' room, where we'd been hunkered down the last two days, and burst into the door to see if I could catch them hiding the goods. The drugs were still there. Nothing had moved. I immediately sought to quench my thirst and spotted a half-drank bottle of Sobe, Sobe, the green tea variety. Sobe. I ripped the lid off and began to chug. After a few big gulps, I noticed something was off. I pulled the bottle from my lips and looked at my parents for an answer. The look on their face, I'll never forget. Half disgust, half wild amusement. I managed to choke out the words, Is this piss? As soon as they started to burst into uncontrollable laughter, (laughs) I frantically began to scrape my tongue with my fingernails, trying to get the taste from the back of my throat. The lesson to be learned, don't do drugs, ever. You may just end up drinking someone else's urine. It's a wild story, right? Whose urine was it? This is dad's urine. He's smoking crack with his parents. <laughs> There's just so much depravity in there. Wow. And he and this is a guy or a girl? This is a dude. Why do you call himself Kitty? I think. I don't even know, actually. That's it's a crazy just, story. It's just, it's just the depravity. I have a similar story, actually, but not nearly as good. The depravity is so intense that you just assumed it was a man. I know. How about that? Is that sexist? I don't know. It's yeah. something. Is that sexism? If you assume the depravity? It's like you're assuming something bad is associated with men. Like, would would a feminist get upset with that because it's not equal? Like, do they get the bad stuff as well as the good stuff? They should. You understand what I'm saying? In the perfect world, but they don't. Linda is now saying she wants to call in. No, no, she doesn't. Good. Um, so... I used to, you know, my bo- my car with all the bottles in the back. We I know it well. I show. rode in it today. Yeah, so there's a shitload of bottles in the back of my car. I've been doing it since I could drive. Since I was 16, I, I don't let degradable things in my car, but I drink lots of bottles of shit. And you cans. don't let degradable like, things. Like I won't like if I, let's say you ate a sandwich, and let's say if there's even a little bit of even like sandwich juice or burrito juice on like a, on a piece of paper, I, I'll throw that away. Like to anything that could smell bad. So in your computer brain, you go. This is degradable. This is degradable. Organic matter is a no-go in my in my brain. But if it's a bottle... So you have a sort of I have computer. Standards. I have standards. There's an analysis in your head that says, this might cause smell. <laughs> yes. I must throw this out. Yes, but it's okay. Partially drank stuff is okay if it's sealed. I take it so far that even if I drink a cup of coffee, and if it's just black coffee, you know, I'll throw that in the back. But if I drink a cup of coffee and I added milk to it, I'll when make sure... When do you that, add milk to a coffee? I'll make, I'll make sure I don't. I usually do black coffee. But when would you add milk? Sometimes I do milky stuff. And why? What do you mean milky stuff? I do like maybe I'll get like a latte or a cappuccino. Oh, so sometimes you will have a latte or a cappuccino. Yes, but you don't like milk in your coffee. No, sometimes I put milk in my coffee too. That's generally just... black, but sometimes milk. It depends on my mood. So sometimes you put milk in your coffee. Yeah. So do you think that you, when you drink coffee with me, you drink it black because you want to feel superior to me? No, because it's about amping up so we can do a good show. 
Okay. It's not about it. It's like if I'm if I'm treating myself to like a dessert. That's that's how I see it. Isn't it so funny that okay, Brandon Novak answered the phone? It's hilarious. You're not letting me finish the story though. There's no story here. You don't put fucking stuff that goes to waste in the car. Okay. But it's a junkyard of fucking bottles and cans. Yes. Okay. So, anyways, sometimes I would leave bottles that had partial amounts of stuff in the bag. Oh, there's and a story. <laughs> my, drink, my drink back then was um, uh, Blue Mountain no, Powerade. No, no. It was. Um, uh, green tea with honey from Arizona iced tea. Can I just you say know, something really it, fast? It, it, it's it, really what? important. <laughs> the best thing is that you always have your you love drink. drink. I know you. No, love but that. it's your drink. It's my drink. What's your drink right now? I don't have it. This is back in the day. I used to have stuff. You don't have a drink. I just seltzer. I drink all. I drink. I drink six seltzers a day. All so would you say? Kinds. Would you say highballs were your drink? No. Now, no. Yeah. Just seltzer. I've been drinking like Adirondack, just like regular seltzer. Because I think that's your drink. unflavored seltzer accompanies um, vaping very well. So if I get a new vape juice, I like to have a nice regular seltzer with it. So next time, like in a couple of years, if we're doing dopey, you would be like, I was drinking Adirondack, Adirondack seltzer. That was my drink. No, I don't think I have drinks anymore. It's I over. I think I had drinks when I drank. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so anyways, I'm driving on the highway, and um, I was drink. I drink vodka. You know, like, I, I drink and chase, drink and chase. I drink and drive, literally. And so I had a pint or something of vodka, and I had no chaser. And so I rumbled around in the back. And I grabbed a bottle of Arizona uh, green tea, with which honey. is half full yeah, with honey, and it has that um, green wrap around it. You've, and, told, you've told this story And before. I pissed in it, yeah. And so I took a swig off the vodka, and then I went to chase it with my own piss. And what'd you do? The piss, I didn't swallow. The piss, like, touched my yeah. mouth. I got, like, a whiff of the fumes yes. as I was tilting yes. it back, and I realized what it was. So what'd you do? I didn't drink the piss. So it never went into your mouth? No, but it touched my lips. The piss touched your lips? Yeah. So, and you never spit the piss all over the steering wheel or the dashboard no, or anything. nothing dramatic like that. That's too bad. So it was like a light version of that Reddit story. The Reddit story was high-octane shit. Yeah. Nick Reiner would like it. Why do you think he would like it? Because he likes high-octane stuff. That's what makes you say that? High-octane. He does? Yeah, he likes that. I don't remember him saying that. Yeah, but how about that guy answering the phone? It's pretty wild, huh? I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I thought I pulled myself together. I, okay. I thought it was going to be shtick in a bit about him not answering the phone. That's, I was just that's, time. that's way more of our comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's way more of our comfort zone. Yeah. Why don't we do um, another voicemail? Okay. Well, let's do Cormac song. Oh yeah, we're going to revisit. The Dopey the theme Podcast song Challenge. Theme Song Challenge. Um, did he email it to us? Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to bust it out? Yeah, do, should I do... Uh, I, I can do it. Um, okay, you ready? Yeah. Dopey Nation, you ready? Can't say anything. I really think it's going to come down in the end to Ray, Cormac, and yours truly. Which you haven't made one yet. I will. I like the original the most Which? so far. The very original, the YouTube video. You like that more than my sticky ones? I haven't heard your sticky one. You don't remember my, the thing? Oh, yeah, we don't have copies of those. Well, yeah, I can get one. What, you're going to go find it? Sure. I'm going to do it. All right, this is uh, from Cormac. You might 
might be feeling like the lowest one down. Been out there freezing while you're copping downtown. Carving out your soul, seeking oblivion. Starting to feel like it might be your last run. Someone's been there before. They've seen that and more. Got some dopey stories in store. So stay strong. professionally done and his fucking guitar is great dude and his vocal his vocal his voice is amazing isn't it vocals I said vocals oh, I think he said vocal I said vocals um should we do another one another uh theme song yeah um what else we got uh, what uh, what voicemails do we have that we need to play uh this I is ha- where it would be good if we had the studio and like a I have one here stuff. here here uh, what about th- what, what do you got a we got relaxo is it a voicemail? Yeah. Have you heard it yet? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Make sure you send it to me so I can layer it in. Yup. Let me find it. Here we go. Here we go. Fucking Cormac, man. He did a version of Good So Bad that I haven't played. He uh, he worked on a song with me that I haven't played. He's out he does a SoundCloud. He does our Reddit. Oh, Cormac, SoundCloud. if you're listening, we keep forgetting to ask, is there any way you can space on SoundCloud Dopey Space Podcast? Because if you search for Dopey Podcast, it doesn't show up on SoundCloud. Yeah, Cormac, you got to fix that. I don't know what you're <laughs> slacking, man. <laughs> um, also, Cormac, why don't you call in? Yeah. We would love to have you call in. Maybe he doesn't want to. He hasn't asked. If you want to call in, you, you should. this shit, though. Right? I'm trying to find it, man. I thought you had it. Yo, Chris. Yo, Dave. What's up, guys? This is Andrew G. from Philly. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for about a month, month and a half. I'm almost caught up. I love what you guys are doing. It's been keeping me entertained, and I also think that it's it's a service to the recovery community. Um, I have like two and a half years sober through AA in the 12 Steps, and I uh, was listening to the last episode where Dave was talking about Relaxo, Xanax, and it got me thinking of a few of my uh, Xanax stories. One that I can remember that I think is kind of funny is um, 
so I don't know how long ago it was, but I I was doing dope and Xanax like all the time, completely broke, have no money, and there's no money coming in. Like you know, I'm barely working. Uh, any money I get is going to drugs. Um, so I think I had like maybe thirty or forty bucks this day this particular day and uh, I knew that that wasn't enough to get like enough dope you know I knew that that wouldn't be enough dope for the day so my idea was to just get a bunch of Xanax and uh basically black out so I could at least you know get through the day um without having to you know get to the end of the day and have to worry about going to figuring out how to get more money and go downtown again and blah blah so what i do is i take my 30 or 40 bucks and i get on the train because my car is completely fucking destroyed i don't think it was even operable at this point so i take the train down to north philly to this place called pill hill which was 17th and jefferson and they were um you know another philly open air drug market they were famous back in the day for their pancakes and syrup which was uh xanax and codeine syrup and you could pretty much get anything down there they were real big with the oxys when they first came out or when they were real popular before they changed the formula and whatever um so i go down there and i meet up with one of my my close friends down there i think the dude's name was rolex so I meet up with Rolex and uh, steal, and I get my my Xanax. I think I got ten, and I walk to Pill Hill from the train station. It was maybe fifteen blocks or so. So I get the Xanax and I start walking back to the train and I just pop all ten, and uh, ten one milligram pills, which I don't know. Sometimes I would take them and it wouldn't do much, and occasionally I would take them and they would completely. You know, I'd be blacked out. So this time I took them, walking back to the train, and I maybe remember about five minutes of the walk after that. I don't remember anything. How I got back on the train, any of that. But I do remember that I woke up the next morning and I felt like I got hit by, you know, like by a fucking bus. And, uh... And I wake up and I'm like, oh shit, like, I don't even remember trying to piece together the day before, like, what happened. And I start, like, rolling around my, my shitty room, my disgusting apartment, and I realize that my wallet is gone, so I have no wallet, it's, I don't know what the hell happened to it, but, um, what I do find is, like, this weird Christian book it was some kind of like new age christian jesusy book i don't know what the hell it was and i start to think about i start to have like flashbacks or pieces of the day before start coming together in my mind about what happened and i can remember like stumbling home and i think what happened is i got on the train and somehow I got off at the right stop. Or maybe someone even picked me up down the way, downtown. I don't even know if I even got on the train or how I lost my wallet or how I got home. But I, I remember being in some guy's truck and him pulling up to uh, my house and letting me out. And I made it back upstairs. And he must have given me this 
this Christian book, which I guess he thought I needed it. Um, but that was his way of helping me out. Thank God that, you know, somebody took me home because, and I'm lucky, you know, I didn't get killed or whatever down there because it's very possible. It's a dangerous neighborhood, but so I woke up, yeah, no wallet, no money, no more drugs, but I do have a nice new Christian book to, uh, <laughs> to ponder. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Anyway, I, I enjoy what you guys are doing. Thanks a lot. And I'll talk to you soon. That really made me laugh, dude. That's funny. <laughs> that's something I would do. I used to get, I remember being in Boston in Brookline. I lived in Brighton, which is close to Brookline. And Brookline is like where the Orthodox and some Hasids live in, in Boston. And I would get drunk and I would get like very chatty and like I'd like talking about religion a lot for some reason when I was shit faced and I saw a rabbi on the side of the road. I still remember exactly what he said to me. And I came up to him and I was just like so I just started asking him all this shit about Judaism and how to convert to be a Jew. But you were just fucking. And with I was shit faced. No, I was like just really interested and I was like, How do you convert to be a Jew? And like I was like, I wanna do it. And um what he said to me, I swear to God, it was like this is almost verbatim. He said it's a long, arduous process. Don't do it. He didn't, he didn't want you. <laughs> he did not want to talk to me at all. And he didn't want you to be a Jew. You don't want me to be a Jew, yeah. No, uh, I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. I wonder what he thought. Some drunkard on the side of the road. But thank you. Uh, for, yeah, thank you. That's Andrew, so funny. for that Xanax Waking story. up and finding the Christian book. That's just hilarious. Yeah, and Andrew's now a chef in Philly. And uh, two and a half years sober. And uh, is that what he said? Something like that. And I think it's amazing these uh, Pill Hill. How about that? These strongholds that we have in Pennsylvania and Australia. It's yeah. just bizarre. Yeah, Pennsylvania, Australia. What else? Where? What other areas? Well, California is the most downloads. In no, California. New York is. Then no, California. No, it's California. It's New York. I think it is not New York. <laughs> it's fucking California. All right. I look at this shit every day. I'll take your word for no, it. No, I'm looking at it right now. No, I'll take your word fuck for you, it. Fuck you, man. <laughs> go fuck yourself. New York. Guess what New York is? Let me see. Are you doing all no. time? Are you doing all time? Yeah, all time. All right, let's scroll down. All time. Guess what New York is? I, I can tell it's already darker. Uh, New York probably has, if I had to guess, we have 39,000 downloads in New York. What? Nope. 13,000. That's weak. In California... 19,000, yeah. yeah. So, and we don't hear that much from people in California. So if you're in California and you're copying in fucking Skid Row or Glendale or whatever. Ooh, Texas, almost 10,000 in Texas. How about Florida? Florida, where it should be stronger, 4,000. I don't know why we're not stronger in Florida. Should be, it should be Florida and Cali, you know, that's what you do. Do you know how many, I've sent out so many... Uh, emails to Florida newspapers to run stories about. Yeah, us. but you don't. You send a fucking generic bullshit thing that you send to a hundred people. You just inspired me to do something different. To do it again. No, this is no. What I'm see. You look at the contempt. <laughs> I swear, when Chris comes to meet me at where I work, he walks in there like an alien landing from outer space with this look of total vacancy on his face. What do you mean? He's like, I'm here. 
hello. And like, like here, do with me as thou wilt. No, That's it, sort of what the, the it's truth like, is. You know? And then we, we have build our, up with Then me. we're driving over here. He's running red lights. He's making <laughs> illegal what? right turns yeah, on red. I, I thought you can go right on He's red. He's out of his mind. He's like, I got to get there. Got to get there. Then we get here. He leaves the mic downstairs, forgets his keys to the car. He he's he goes back and forth. In fact, it takes an hour just and then to I ate, start. We got a bunch of cookies and chocolate, and I ate a box of cookies before we got upstairs. <laughs> and literally, the grocery store is on the block. You don't have to even cross the street. And he's like, "I don't feel good. <laughs> My stomach hurts." <laughs> but but I'm just saying. But so all of you know, leading up to actually getting here. His eyes are just like saucers. He's like out of his mind. But then as soon as we get here in front of the mic doing the show, he's like focused. He's looking <laughs> at me with contempt. He's like, pish posh, Dave. You, fu-, you know, it's like, I mean, if you saw him before all this, it's just like, he's like, I'm very humble. I'm a humble, meek person. That's not, meek maybe. Turning humble, my cheek. No. <laughs> Turn your cheek to what? Sermon oh. on the Mount, man. Oh you got to read Sermon on the Mount. And the Fox. What? What'd you say? Sermon on the Mount. That's great. Emmett Fox. Yeah, that's terrific. It's good stuff. That's, that's really good. Um, where are we? I need to know. 40 minutes. All right. I am going to call... Why don't you play the song? Oh, you're calling someone. I'm going to call... Do you mind if the show goes long or should I call him in the next episode? Who is it? It was an ex-roadie for the Grateful Dead. I'll call him on the next one. Yeah? Yeah, play a song. Uh, okay. What did you want me to do? Do you want to hear a story from work? Yes. I hear a kind of fucked up word. Is it dopey at all or no? Well, there's no drugs in it, but it's well, a fucked up story. Go ahead and play it, though. There's no play. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I used to get in trouble at work all the time. You still do. You got in trouble today talking to me. They came out and had to find you. I wasn't in trouble. <laughs> you were in big trouble. Dave just trouble. fucking leaves. He's got like, like, like 30 people he's taking care of. I show up and he's like, come on, let's go hang outside. He smokes a cigarette. They literally come out. They're like, Dave, like, what are you doing? Get back inside. There's people who want cream sodas. Big deal. Anyway, so, I, I, but I haven't gotten, I used to get in like real trouble. Like, yeah. I'm like crazy. Yeah. I've made like many customers cry. Yeah. Many. Yeah, but you make a good amount laugh too. Yeah. I mean, but still you shouldn't make anybody cry. You give an experience. I do. The other waiters don't. I always liken it to... Do any other waiters do an experience like you do? No. I liken it to... Uh, did you ever watch um, The Price is Right? Yeah, with Bob Barker, now yeah. with you carry. You know how... Bob, the Price is Right was like my childhood. I'm sick. And then I stay home and watch Bob, Bob Barker right. all day. So now, <laughs> now, now, just... You know at the end of The Price is Right, yeah. at the showcase showdown, there's two showcase showdowns. There's, <laughs> you know what's hilarious, though? What? I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. I fucking love showcase showdown. I love Price is Right. I was like... Seven years old. Why do I give a shit? I got all about like home appliances. There's something very Blinko, comforting about Blinko, it. Blinko, Blinko, whatever. The, I How about love the Alpine fucking thing? You know, where you get it right, and the guy's climbing the mountain. Oh yeah. <laughs> I yeah. At work, at work, there's a guy at work who like loves the prices right so much that during the day he'll go. Din, 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 the closing theme? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you know, like, um, in the showcase show now, 
there's two showcase showdowns. You know, there's two contestants who make it to the showcase showdown. And there's two showcase showdowns. And I, I don't know if you know this or not. One showcase showdown. It's good and one's bad. No. The prizes. Like, one showcase is always way No, better. no. But <laughs> yeah. one showcase showdown is prizes. The other showcase showdown is a story. Where, you know, you see the yeah. model's got a beret. Oh, yeah. and, and there's like a trip, a yeah. trip to France, yeah. and then there might be some wine. Right. And but there's a shit. story. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where the way I wait tables, I do that showcase showdown. It's a story. Okay. It's an experience. Well, tell me what a story. Like, how, what do you mean? I don't know. I just tell them to go. I just like, First, mean. there's the pig, and then the pig gets slaughtered, and they cure the meat. Like, what's the There's story? no pig. What, what, the cow? No, I'm just saying. I. It's like when you watch the one showcase showdown, it's like, what do you want to eat? The uh, other oh, showcase showdown. you yourself to the other waiter. Yeah, it's you. interesting. Yes. I, I weave a tapestry of rudeness and jokiness. By and the time the, your patrons leave, they feel like they've got to know you a little well, bit. Well, what I, I used to <laughs> You had an experience. Well, I used to call it cathartic waitering, which is like they went through something horrible, and then I brought them back to the good side after the trauma. Yeah. But anyway, so I haven't been in trouble in a long time, and like people love it. You know, they love my shtick. Yeah. And um, and I do well at it. You know, and I get a kick out of it. Like I'm really crazy with the customers, and I say like horrible things a lot. But um, but lately it's all been good. There hasn't been any problems. I've been making a ton of money. The other day, somebody tipped me one hundred and thirty dollars on a hundred and thirty dollar check. No way. I mean, and and like I was rolling. Is that a that. record? No, but I was rolling, rolling, yeah. and I'm not trying to brag. I'm yeah. just like whatever. I'm yeah. really not trying to brag. Um, anyway, so it's really just set up for this story. Yeah. So I'm working, and I work these tables that are like they have six seats at the tables. Yeah. And very often on a very busy day, they will put two parties of two at the table. Yeah. So it was last Saturday. There was a party of two on the inside and a party of two on the outside. Yeah. Party of two on the inside were Japanese, but I didn't recognize them as Japanese. I just figured they were Chinese or Korean or something. And and usually with Japanese people, I do a little shtick, a little Japanese shtick. Okay. I say arigato, and I do stuff like that, you yeah. know? And they like that. Like, and arigato. I, no, you say arigato is how you say it. Arigato is an American thing. You say gochiso no. samadesta. I don't know a Japanese like you, but you yeah. don't know how to pronounce arigato. <laughs> All right. Arigato. Arigato. I think so. You say anunified Japan. No, I don't do any of that. <laughs> but I do, but I, I'm very nice and I'm, yeah. I'm interested. I actually think Japan's pretty interesting. I love Japan. But I didn't that. know they were Japanese. Okay. So I just said, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. They said they, they wanted two chicken soups and half sandwiches and yeah. I I got them, and then like the ta- then there was a table on the outside, and they were like Americans, and one of them was Asian, so I thought they were all together, but they weren't. Yeah. And the people on the outside were like dicks. They were like annoying and like quiet and like yeah. just like depressed. Yeah. And the guy was like fat and like yeah. had long hair, and he was just like, Meh. you know, he was just you know, he was, yeah. So I kind of just forget. I forget about tables I don't like all yeah. the time, but like. And then the next table was like this five-man Italian table, and Italians are some of the worst tippers ever. So I'm always just concerned with how that's going, and yeah. making sure it's going okay. And, yeah. You know. Anyway, so I'm running around, whatever. I get the Japanese people, all their stuff. Like nothing went wrong. Yeah. Then I'm giving the checks, and and the Italians took good care of me, and I was really psyched. It went well. And then the Americans, I don't remember what they left yeah. on the outside, and the Japanese people are still there, and I'm like. 
I'm like, do you guys want to pay cash or credit? And the woman says, oh, we pay cash. And I said, okay, well, you pay cash in the front, and if you want to leave a tip, you leave it on the table. And she said, ah, oh, I leave tip up there. Yeah. And I said, no, if you want to leave a tip, you just leave it on the table. And she said, ah, oh, no, I leave tip up there. And I said, no. If you want to leave a tip, you leave it on the table. Yeah. She said, no, I leave tip up there. And I said, no. If you want to leave a tip. No, you did. Okay. I did. Yeah. I said, no, if you want to leave a tip, you leave it on the table. Yeah. <laughs> she said, you bad. You bad service. I don't want to leave tip. No, she did. She did. And she ran. Oh, my God. Then she runs to Ishmael. Yeah. And, and a and, and I didn't know this. Ishmael knew these people. Oh, shit. Ishmael, Ishmael and she goes, he bad. He won tip. He bad service. He bad. And, and, then he go, and Ishmael's like, oh. And, and Ishmael comes over to me. He goes, he goes. Yeah, but Ishmael's like not even the pit boss. He's just like everyone thinks he is. No, right? now he is. Oh, he is? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, he, when, when Ishmael's upset, he goes. <laughs> he goes, David, what did you do to them? And I said, nothing. I, I gave them the thing, and then they I, I thought she didn't know where to leave the tip, so I showed, told them to leave it on the table. She goes, they've been coming here for 10 years. Uh, they give me $10 every time. Very nice people, Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then the story went even... Well, you know Japanese people don't tip, too, in Japan. I always get money out of it. No, no, but I'm saying but in Japan. Then it turned out that Ishmael, they had gone to the restaurant years before with this super hot Japanese girl that Ishmael was interested in yeah. and was trying to get them to set her up with her. Yeah. So, like, he would call and she didn't He was speak. trying to get them to set her up with him. Yeah. yeah. And then and then he, um, he would call... He, she didn't speak any English yeah. and Ishmael would be trying to figure out how to like talk to her on the phone so every couple years or months he would talk to this family oh my and God. then like he hadn't seen them in forever and he didn't want to tell me that story at the time yeah. but for the rest of the day wherever Ishmael was he was telling people can you believe David you <laughs> fucked up this thing those people were good customers and, and then he goes then at the end of the day, he goes, David, thank you for saving my day. I was so bored. I love making fun of you. <laughs> well, your place is so gossipy, too. Anything that happens, I feel like oh. everybody just fucking talks about it. Well, there's news. Yeah. It's news. You know, it's <laughs> so boring now. Did you hear what happened five minutes ago in the yeah. front of the restaurant? <laughs> yeah. And you just say it over and over. But that's yeah. funny because also you hear it repeated in all these different accents and yeah. styles <laughs> and people tell stories in different ways and whatever. You're going to miss that place. But Ishmael. Let's help you miss it someday Ishmael you know if you guys haven't heard me do my Ishmael impressions I'm going to do it for a you second you can't even do your Ishmael impressions why the full gamut of it why not I don't know what do you mean it's kind of racist <laughs> I can't do that I don't know he can do it he's okay when Ishmael's ordering soup at the grill he says Franklin give me a matzo ball soup faggot <laughs> he says you and he sees the fanny like an old woman waitress he goes you stupid bitch go get me the salad now and then, and then if there's a lot of black people in the restaurant he'll say what is this Martin Luther King Jr. Day or something <laughs> and if you tell him something interesting he'll go really <laughs> and, and I'm gonna get him to record stuff for Dopey yeah cause he is so fucking funny yeah I like him he's funny dude he is he goes tell me something interesting Tell me anything interesting. Anything interesting. No, tell me something interesting. Um, I don't know, man. You can't put me on the spot. Just anything interesting, man. Um, I got nothing. Holy <laughs> shit. Just tell me anything. <laughs> My middle name is Jude. Really? 
Really? <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Jude? Who's also the patron saint of lost causes that people pray to for alcoholics. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is that really true? That's really true. That's interesting. I thought they prayed to St. Anthony. They prayed. There's a... Yeah, but... If you're like a really bad drug addict alcoholic, you get uh, St. Jude cards usually sent to you in rehab. Do you know the song Hey Jude? I do know that song. That's good. All right, right I got stuff. Uh, I got, no, 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 no. I got stuff. Today, I tweeted. I was going to read a thing. I know, but th- we, we have this thing that we didn't do that I said we were going to do. Okay. I tweeted to the Dopey Nation, is there anything you want to talk about? Yeah, and they wanted to know about airline food, right? Yeah, they did. <laughs> How did you know? I bet you weren't up with it. I saw it. So, so what they wanted to talk about? What did they want to talk we about? We already talked about it in the last episode. They wanted to know about Matt. That's medication it? assisted treatment, which we tackled in the last. Oh episode. no! They had a specific question, which was Chris. It was from Eve, the one who wanted it was to me. No, it's to both of us. Oh. But they wanted the one who wanted the threesome. It was her. No, yeah, her? yeah, yeah. And she said, and "I'm sure she didn't really want a threesome." Yeah. Right. Um, she said, "Do you guys know anybody?" Should I read it? I'll just read it. My impression's not going to be great. My Ishmael is pretty good. Your Ishmael is pretty good. Dude, at the restaurant, I can do Ishmael like I'm fucking Ishmael. Yeah. It's my favorite. Oh, I, lo- I love Ishmael so much. Oh, he's not even that funny sometimes. And, and to me, he's just the funniest fucking guy. I just I love hearing him talk. Holy shit. I wish... Oh, I just wish that... I, I could get him into something that somebody else could appreciate his incredible beauty. It's just it's so funny. Okay. Eve, replying to my post, do you have any friends, acquaintances, that did heroin a couple of times and never got addicted? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. All right. End of story. Yeah. I told you about that. I mean, I've already done this on the show. The whole Rat Park thing, which is misquoted. I don't even want to get into it. <clears> no, no. But, but I had friends... I remember when I first started using dope, uh, I got really into it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. really into it immediately. And I wanted... All, it's so stupid. I wanted all my friends to experience how great it was. Yeah, no, I can relate to that. And, uh, and like, all of my friends who are just, like, fucking upright people. Like, I told you, when in high school, we would just hang out and, like... Yeah, you didn't even get fucked up. No. Yeah. And they would come over and they would do dope. And they all just got... One of them, Jeremy, yeah. got a little bit of a habit and he left New York. Uh, my friend Greg threw up. They get itchy and stuff. Yeah, but I love that itch. Yeah, no, it's funny because I actually, I am such a piece of shit. I had these kids over. One of the kids knew, and I told them we had <laughs> ecstasy. Why'd you do that? I, well, me and this... Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to... I, I, I call it, they call it diesel or D, you know? And I was Powdered just, ecstasy they call diesel? No, heroin in Boston. Yeah, they call it diesel all over the place. Yeah, so I went and bought like a, like a, sh- a shitload of it. And um, you get 40 wax baggies for $200. And it was like... Of dope? Yeah, it was like, just, it was like the tiniest bit. It was a like weird price and weird quantities, right? This is the first time I ever really bought dope. 40 bags for 200 Bucks, yeah, but they're tiny. They're so tiny. There's that's like the weirdest thing I ever right? heard. Yeah, and it just take them forever to bag it up. What do they call it? The guy actually told me I was 15 and I was buying it like all the time. And 15, like, you were buying dope. Yeah, I was sniffing it, and he was like, "You're not doing all this yourself." And I was like, "He's like, you're selling it, right?" I'm like, "No." You're like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm selling it." <laughs> you got some. Anyway, so this kid, one of my kids, my first kid, Pat, he knew it was dope, and we had our other friend Eric coming over, and he was like. 
He's like, Eric's not going to be down. You're 15 years yeah. old. You have 40 bags of heroin. Yeah. He's like, and you need to tell one of them it's powdered ecstasy to get him to use it? He's like, Eric's not going to be down with doing dope. I'm like, we'll just say it's powdered ecstasy. And so, what happened to Pat and Eric? Both have kids. Uh, Eric married uh, one of our other friend's daughters. and uh, um, friends? One of our okay. friend's sisters. And Pat has a kid, too. Um, Pat, How are they doing? Both are doing well. They're not afflicted. Pat uh, is on the slow road to alcoholism. Very slow road. He was shooting dope when he was 15. He wasn't shooting. He sniffed it. It was with me. I was the bad influence, you know? You know everyone's like, you shouldn't hang out with? Like, I was the one you shouldn't hang out with. Um, Really? (laughs) So so I remember my parents were gone, and we had some people taking care of us, like watching us, you know? And (laughs) my parents were probably like... You know, this is when I would, like, drink, and there's a Hellraiser. They're like, you gotta watch Chris. Like, he's gonna go crazy. Like, you know, let him go out, but they're gonna, like, stay out late, and they're gonna come back shit-faced and all this stuff. And so I got all this dope at, like, 4 p.m. My friend Eric comes over. Pat's already there. It's, like, 7. We sniff a bunch of dope, and we're, like, in bed by, like, 8.30 p.m. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? But anyways, yeah, they just You seem so innocent, but you're on heroin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're just like, um, yeah, but my point was they just like got a little itchy and stuff and, yeah. High on dope. But it's weird, even sniffing dope back then, it was like, I was into like smoking weed every day, drinking a lot, um, doing, co- I just did everything. But like the staples were smoking weed and drinking. Um, I smoked crack even then. No kidding, you smoked crack after football practice. Yeah. Remember the thumbs up? You were, that was the thumbs up. Yeah, dad, I'm getting cracked today. What? There's a picture of you oh, in the Southampton yeah. estate yeah. where you like have spiked hair. You're wearing a football jersey, and you give that Chris Chris no, thumbs up. You're confusing two pictures. I think you do. The there's th- one. No, there's one of me playing football with a spiked hair. It's not spiked. It's just I have was sweaty. And then there's one next to it of me as a little kid giving a thumbs up. And there's lots of pictures of you with the thumbs up. No, there's just that one. In that How about list. the one, the drunk one of you that you use as your profile picture? Yeah, that's a separate one. Then there are the other ones with the thumbs up. Yeah, there's, but not in the house. It's only the one from the house. Are you sure? Yes. Hmm. It's my house. Anyway. Anyways, uh, stay strong and toodles. Let's read an iTunes review, that one. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, so we're going to read you an iTunes review. If you're listening to this... We would be eternally grateful if you went on to iTunes or the Apple Podcast app and left us a review. If you already subscribed to the Dopey Podcast, you won't be able to leave a review. But stay subscribed. What you need to do is you need to go to the search feature, search for Dopey, find Dopey Podcast in that route, and then you'll see the ratings and review section. If that makes any sense to you. Yeah, you can follow it. They're smart. I want to apologize to the Japanese couple if they're hearing this that I didn't realize that I gave bad service and I wasn't trying to force them to tip me. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I can't read the full subject, but it says, don't judge it by the episodes at the, and I think it's beginning. Beginning, yeah. And it's by Forever Tan. No, it's 14 Tan, whatever that means. Um, teen T E A N. Uh, I started this podcast from episode one, and by episode five or six, I was about to give it up because I thought the original premise of nothing was nothing but war stories was harmful and at times a trigger. But these guys started adding discussions about recovery, and pretty quickly their message took on a feel of hope rather than dope. So I stuck with it, and I'm glad I did. It's all at once shocking, interesting, entertaining, funny, sad, and most importantly, at the end of the day, hopeful and inspiring and brutally honest and brave. Good job, Chris and Dave. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> my, my opinion <laughs> Did you really think it was bravo? <laughs> my, 
My opinion, <laughs> my opinion is that you are providing a much-needed service and also building a community, the community that can, in many ways, become accountable to each other, including both of you. If either of you two go back out there, you'll have to come back and tell the dopey nation that you threw it all away again. Stick with this. It's doing just as much for you two as it is for us. Be strong, dopey nation, and toodles, the mayor of Buffalo. I feel like we've heard from the mayor of Buffalo. We before. did. My dad heard read this before I saw it. Yeah. And he said, did you see that email? It said, you better not relapse or it's going to hurt the dopey nation. <laughs> that's what I your said, dad that's, took I said, that's not what it said. That's what your dad took from it. Yeah, that's a great review. That's funny. Okay, we're good. Look at this. I can't see anything. No. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right, cool. All right. Um, so that's it. Uh, Stay review, strong. Follow us on uh, Facebook's okay, Twitter, Instagram. Tweet at uh, artiequitter.com. Tweet at artiequitter. Uh, and tell him to come on Dopey. Dopey Podcast subreddit. Are you okay? Thank you, Cormac. We played your song. It was sick. I'm sorry, Francesca, if you're out there listening. You really I have a lot of nerve. Yeah. And I'm very sorry to that nice... Uh, yeah, Japanese there you couple. go, ragging on me for Francesca, and then you're beating up on a Francesca, and then you're beating up on a uh, Japanese family. I was doing it for Bravo. money. I was doing it. It's, I think it's pronounced Bravo. Bravo. Um, Bravo. Bravo. Stay strong. Uh, do all that stuff we want you to do, and uh, have a good night. Toodles. I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. Until I get some money in my pocket, then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood. But I want to be good so bad. want to be so good, so bad, so bad. I want to be good so bad. Bad desire's all I ever had. And I want to take a ride up in the sky. Watch this aeroplane just pass me by And I want to see a Lear jetliner take a dive Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive But I want to be good so bad Want to be so good, so bad, so bad I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had Shadows getting smaller and smaller And it's time to where I stand Shadows getting smaller and smaller And it's time to where I stand And I wonder would they pay it any mind When I leave this busted city far behind I'll take the high road however far it winds because peace and love are very, very, very hard to find And I want to be good so bad want to be good so bad, so bad I want to be good so bad Bad desire's all I ever had Damn it, all these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had Suckers make me mad and I want to call my dad And it's all I ever had 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 And these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And I want to call my dad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had
time.